guys, Jason Creole's 2020 Lawn Care Life Conference presented by Jobber is right around the corner. Come and join us for the third Lawn Care Life Conference scheduled for January 23rd through 24th in Springville, Alabama, just north of Birmingham. This year, we have again made changes to continue to improve the event. The goal is to provide great information from the speakers, have a lot of fun, join a community of lawn business owners, and go back home ready to grow your business. I provided a link in today's show's notes where you can go to sign up for this conference and make sure you use the discount code Paul to get 10% off your ticket. Again, that's the discount code Paul to get 10% off your ticket to Jason Creole's Lawn Care Life Conference. This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. What is up, everybody? Have you been enjoying all these new podcasts? Wow, what a great time we had in Michigan. We're going to talk all about my experience at the Entrepreneur Academy Live uh, coming up in the show today. It was just, Marty, it was so much fun, other than the weather. It was uh, a good time. I know Stanley Genetics said there's power in the peers. And uh, just getting to interview uh, the speakers at the Entrepreneur Academy Live event, Caleb Allman and his wife, Brittany, hopped on the show. And then, of course, um, Blake Albertson talked about social media. Keith Kalfas and Sean Spencer, we talked for over two hours late night. Uh, Stanley Genetic, um, probably leaving someone out. But it was, it was a great, um, great, 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 great time there in Michigan, and the purpose of the trip actually helped uh, Brian Fullerton. Him and Liz are launching a podcast in March, so build a studio for them, and I got them all squared away, so it was a great time. Well, we'll share, I'm going to share my takeaways. I have literally, look at this, Marty, this book, my handwriting. People are like, how do you even read that? I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes I write something down, I'm like, I don't even know what that was, because they're uh, they're, they're sharing so much valuable information up there and I'm trying to write all these quotes down and write all this down. And I just, uh, yeah, we'll make something of it. I got, a, I got a whole bunch of notes. I took notes for every single speaker. So we'll, uh, share some takeaways from there. But of course we want to thank today's show sponsor jobber and Almond Landscape. This episode of the Green Industry Podcast is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Go check them out at getjobber.com backslash im backslash green industry backslash to receive 20% off your first six months. Today's show is brought to you in part by Almond Landscape. Check out Caleb Almond's How to Install Pavers or How to Install Retaining Walls for these comprehensive guides where you will learn all the techniques and information necessary to perform the installation of these features. It's all based on industry standards and it's only $99. You can get it at howtoinstallpavers.net. Thanks again to Caleb Allman there. You guys got to check out that uh, video, especially this winter when uh, some folks aren't as busy. Caleb did a great job teaching how to do a, how to do a retaining wall how to do a uh, patio, a, pa- a paver patio. And so uh, it goes really in depth on that. So always good to learn new skills where we can specialize and raise our rates. Well, it was quite the trip, Marty. I, uh, you know, as an Ohio State fan, you never really look forward to going to Michigan. <laughs> I, I uh, was like, should I wear my Ohio State jacket or whatever? But I, I didn't. I ended up wearing my Echo coat, which is a n- nice North Face they gave me. But I'll tell you what, I, I need a wife, Marty, because... I don't know how to do laundry. I don't know any of this stuff. I, I, when I was at Echo, they gave me this really nice North Face. I mean, you know, it's black. It's got the nice orange uh, Echo logo on it there. And uh, I put it in the washer, to, you know, to wash it, obviously. And then 
I put it in the dryer. Well, when I poured it, put it in, pulled it out of the dryer, it's like it shrunk. I'm like, what in the world? And uh, I mean, it kind of fits now. I guess it gives me some incentive to really get my diet cleaned up and get in the gym. I trying to get my six pack back, but uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, you can't do anything to make it grow back out, can you? <laughs> I don't know. I need a wife, man. I, I I'm not that. I just need a wife to do my laundry, but you know, I, I don't know. I just throw it in the washer, throw it in the dryer. I guess I, I don't even I don't even know where to begin with all that. But it, it's a nice north face. But uh, now it's getting a little little too uh, small uh, for my liking. Well, yeah, it was a great time. You know, when you go to these events, and I encourage everybody to go to events like this. Go to GIE. Go to Jason Creole's event coming up in January twenty third and twenty fourth. Go to Brian. I think Brian's going to do this event next year. There's an event that. Uh, I'm helping with, I can't talk about it yet, but there's another big event that's going to be happening. Uh, once we are allowed to make that public, we will. But uh, all these events that go on, it's like iron and sharpen and iron. And there's definitely a nice opportunity for, you know, to learn new knowledge and new information from when the speakers speak. But that's not even close to the, the value of the takeaway of getting to hang out with everybody. And just, you know, you know, just talking in the hallways and at the hotel and out at the restaurants and just just hanging out. It's there's something very unique with people who own a business, the small business owners that, you know, when I'm hanging out with my other friends, yeah, we can talk about the Cleveland Browns or, you know, football or whatever and, and, and have, you know, good quality relationships in life. But when you talk to somebody who owns a business, there's things that it's like we're in our own little world where we understand profit and loss statements. We understand dealing with headache customers. We understand trying to, you know, have the right people on our team. We understand, you know, we're in this battle, if you will, of running a business where it's so challenging. It's so rewarding. And it's so fun. And we've all had our ups and downs. And it's just like, I get Caleb Allman. I get Brittany Allman. I get Stanley Genetic and Blake Albertson and, and, and Keith Kalfas and Sean Spencer. And these guys that have all been on the show where we're kind of in this this club together, if you will, because we've all run bit, you know, we own businesses and there's just something unique and powerful and we can come together and we can talk and we can, I mean, I had so many on air. We had great conversations and uh, definitely check out my interview with B&B Lawn Care. We talked in depth about social media and where people's attention is, what our strategy should be based on what our goals are is a very good episode. And so these are conversations that I've been having like this for years. And a couple of years ago, I was like, man, I wish like these conversations that I have are so helpful to me. I was like, what if I could record them and then put them out there on a podcast and then they could bless not just me, but others. And that's what we've uh, been doing. And uh, that was a great conversation with Blake and I. And then um, Caleb and Brittany, they had a really cool podcast. They uh, shared their story. So they actually went into bankruptcy, uh, just a complete financial mess. Um, Caleb was out blowing his money at the restaurants and the bars and sloppy with his numbers and his business, and he was all over the place. He was engaged to somebody. Well, they ended up breaking up, and Kay, uh, Caleb's wife, Brittany, she was dating Caleb's best friend. <laughs> they ended up getting married. It's, it's quite the redemptive love story there. So if you haven't already listened to that episode with Caleb and Brittany Almond, check that one out. Uh, Stanley Genetic hopped on the show. He stayed at the hotel that I stayed at in the the hall in the room right next to mine. So he came over um, late at night, and uh, Sean Spencer was my roommate. So Sean and I interviewed uh, Stanley and, and just got to chit chat with him about raising prices and 
it was a uh, you know a little trip down memory lane because we we kind of talked about the origins of the lawn care hardscaping landscaping community on YouTube and, and kind of how it all started out and uh, kind of got to share some of those old stories because I've been friends with a lot of these guys for years. I mean B and B lawn care and uh, you know Sean Spencer and these guys have been around Stanley. Keith Calfus, they've been around for a long time, and uh, it's just cool to, to, to cultivate these friendships and uh, these relationships. And then after Stan left, Marty, it's like 1130. Sean Spencer's exhausted because he flew in from Miami to Ohio, then he drove four hours to get to Michigan. He just, he just looks like he's going to fall asleep. Like, he's just out of it. He is so tired. And uh, Keith Calfus texts me. He's like, hey, uh, Keith, you, you could tell when someone – uh, when somebody wants something, I could tell Keith was like jumping at the bit to get on the podcast. Cause I got, I took the, uh, the, uh, some equipment up there and Keith is a, me and him are, are gearheads with, uh, audio equipment. We just love microphones and headphones and soundboards and all this, you know, it's, it's, uh, unless you're in that game, you, you know what I'm talking about, but I just, when there's a new piece of technology, a new piece of equipment, it's, uh, you know, we, we get, we get the bug for that stuff. So, I could tell Keith wanted to come over and check out some new equipment that I uh, took to Michigan, but I wanted to run it by Sean first. So I'm like, Hey Sean, is it cool if Keith comes over for a podcast? And then I predicted, I like, it's probably going to go really deep, man. Cause it's late at night and we'll get going. And Sean's like, let's do it. And, uh, so anyway, that interview started somewhere around midnight. And, uh, next thing I know, it's like two 15 in the morning and Sean's sitting there like dozing off. I thought he was going to like fall over. He keeps, you know, kind of falling asleep. And, uh, we just got real deep on that show. So check that one out. That's Keith Kalfas and, um, uh, Sean Spencer. So those are, those are really fun. Um, and I, I love going to events like this because those are the conversations that you get to have, you know, for a day or two in a row. And I was fortunate and Marty, we got to, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that you'll seriously consider going to. Uh, GIE in Kentucky next year um, to help me with you know recording it because I'm I'm being Mr. Producer here <laughs> when I'm alone on the road like that getting everything set up and then doing the interviews but th- there's just uh, it's it's cool to get to do this podcast on the road because you get to those conversations we would have had anyway you know just at the hotel or at the restaurant or down the lobby or in the truck or or at the uh, venue there for Entrepreneur Academy Live but to get to turn the mic on and have those conversations it's definitely um, very, very special. So we're going to go ahead and do our uh, jobber minute here. And uh, coming up after uh, words, we're going to go ahead and we're going to dive into, I took, look at all these notes, Marty. I mean, I took lots of notes, pages of pages of notes for each speaker uh, with what they shared. There were some very um, eye-opening stories and uh, information shared that encouraged me um, about pivoting, about raising prices, about so much in business. So we're going to get into those notes coming right up. It is now time for this week's Jobber Minute. My schedule for completing jobs changes as I get new one-offs. How can I make sure that my client knows I've done a job for them, especially if they're not home? We've seen guys leave, sorry we missed you flyers, but those can get lost and no one wants another piece of paper to throw out. Instead, Jobber lets you send clients a quick automated message as soon as you complete the job. That message directs them to their customer portal where they can review notes before and after pictures and payment options. Those automated messages are a really easy way to improve your customer service and let your clients know you've completed the job no matter where they are. 
Thank you to Jobber. If you guys would like to try Jobber, start a free trial and receive 20% off your first six months. Check out my link at getjobber.com backslash IM backslash green industry backslash to get that discount. And of course, that is in today's show's notes. Yeah, guys, make sure when you're done listening uh, to check out the show's notes. Marty's going to put all the um, links down in the show's notes. We have a link to uh, Jason Creole's event that's coming up in January. When you click on that link, it will take you to the registration. Now, when you register, there's an opportunity to put the discount promo code. If you type Paul into that, you get 10% off your ticket. So uh, I would strongly recommend going to uh, – that's the next you know event here in our industry down in Alabama – uh, with Jason Creole's of that. Now, Caleb Allman, him and Brittany have this DVD, or pardon me, it used to be a DVD. Uh, he sent me the DVD years ago, but then we're like, Caleb, it's 2018 back then. Now it's 2019. Get this thing online where someone can just buy it and then download it immediately. And so Caleb has delivered, they reshot everything with better audio, with better quality. And it's how you can become a professional hardscaper. It's this comprehensive HD guide on how to install pavers. Now, they have another one with how to install retaining walls, but there's money to be made in the niches. You know, Stanley Genetic always says the riches are in the niches, and you can only charge so much uh, cutting Miss Susie's grass. And, and some people's business plan is to do high-volume Lawn care maintenance, and they crush it, and they make a lot of money, and that's definitely a business, po- you know, business model. If you get everything tight and your numbers are right, another business model that I know multitudes that just make ridiculously good profit margins is these big hardscaping installations with, you know, paver patios and retaining walls. And Caleb, this is two and a half hours of gold. He teaches step-by-step process with the industry standards, the proper techniques. It's comprehensive is the best word I can use to explain it because it's everything you need to know. And, and, you know, if it's a rainy day or, you know, coming up on the winter here, it's $99 downloaded. Just grab a cup of coffee and a notebook and just start watching the video and just start learning and, and watch it again and again and again. And then go out in the backyard or go out, you know, go to your aunt or grandma's or whoever's house and say, Hey, you buy the materials, I'll do it for free for your first time. I, I'm trying to learn and, you know, do a practice one. And then you should, you know, get the experience and the, and the comfort to go out and do it um, and, and make some serious money. Uh, so, Caleb, you know, it's very comprehensive. So check that out. And that's how to install pavers.net. And, of course, uh, Mr. Producer, that's why we pay you the big bucks, huh? <laughs> you will put those links in the show's notes. So on iTunes, you know, you just go and you look at the show and you scroll down and uh, Jobber, you want to try Jobber, that link's in there. You want to go to Jason's um, event, make sure you click on the link and then manually type in when it, you're checking out the uh, the code there, Paul. And then uh, Caleb's uh, link will be in there as well. So back to the Entrepreneur Academy Live. And once again, Brian um, and Liz, great job, guys. It was very, uh, I really liked the venue. Everything was uh, really well run, really well organized. I mean, Brian, man, that guy, he's on top of things. I've never in my life, ever, ever, ever been to a conference, ever, where things were on time um, like they were here. It actually ended early, uh, not because of a shortage of content, just because Brian was very, 
you know, respectful of everyone's time and very on top of uh, the schedule and everything. He did a um, an excellent job, and uh, the speakers did an excellent job. the um, The food was delicious. Oh my gosh the the lunch that we had was absolutely delicious. A little pretzel in the afternoon for a snack. Michael Bedell, if you're listening to my guy, thank you for that. Timmy Hose, you know about Mar? You know about this Timmy Hose? Yeah, Tim Hortons. <laughs> I don't know. That's the nickname. I don't know if that's a popular nickname or what, but um, Tim Hortons, Timmy Hose, uh, Michael Bedell brought me uh, a coffee. And I normally don't put sugar in my coffee. Like I said, I'm trying, I'm trying to get this six pack, man. It's when you're in your 20, you know, when I was like 18, I had maybe like an eight pack, man. And I, man, I remember, you know, I'd have my basketball jersey on. The girls would be like, hey, pull your jersey up. And like wanted to see my stomach and all that. Whatever. I got to. Yeah, you're right, Mark. Keep it PG. But, um, you know, now that I'm in, you know, I'm coming on on uh, mid 30s. It's like you got to really clean to uh, maintain. Long story short, I did. I don't put coffee. I don't put sugar in my coffee. But I watch this Peter McKinnon guy on YouTube. He's this photographer, videographer guy trying to learn better camera skills, and he's always drinking Timmy Hortons. He puts a double double. He puts two sugars in there and two creamers. So I told Bedell, give me the give me the Peter McKinnon double double. One time I'll treat, have a treat there in Michigan. Bedell uh, bought me the, you know, the cup of coffee and it was good. It was, it was an absolute treat. So, I, I mean, I, Dunkin' Donuts is good too, but uh, it, was, it was a good cup of coffee. All right. So the event kicked off with Blake Albertson. And like I said, make sure you guys check out my interview with him about social media. And Blake's story is pretty cool because I started watching him on YouTube. Literally, I was one of his first subscribers on YouTube and became friends with him right out of the gate. And he talked about, uh, communication and having great communication with our customers. And that's something that I'm always trying to improve in my business of how to communicate because we need to communicate clearly and concisely. We don't want to overdo it. If it if you can say something in one sentence, say it in one sentence. You don't need to draw it out, but say it. Make sure that we are in uh, clean clear communication with our customers. That's absolutely huge. And I'll get to Stanley's. Um, we'll probably, Marty, we'll probably have to do a part two or three. There's there's no way we're going to go through all this. I need to uh, drink water. I need to drink coffee. I, we'll, we'll just get as far as we can here. But, you know, Stan Genetic uh, talked about uh, communication as well, how hard it is to find a good contractor. Like good lawyers, you know, there's, there's lawyers everywhere. They're like fleas on a dog is what you'd always say. But a good contractor... It's so hard to find. And one attribute of a good contractor that will set you apart is communication. And I, I'm a communication studies major uh, at Ohio University. I studied communications, a, a, a bunch of different layers to it, interpersonal communication. And we have uh, what, what we would, you know, study is nonverbal communication. So we communicate with our customers when we text them, when we email them, when we call them, when we directly talk to them, that's obvious communication. But we're also communicating when we pull our truck up, the way we walk, the way we dress. And there's simple communicate. We're, we're always communicating to our customers. We're communicating online. What What's our social media like? Uh, is, it, is it professional? Is it, is it well put together? Uh, and so there's so much to go with the importance of communication and I'm, I'm, you know, when these speakers say something, my pen just starts writing and I just, I hear what they say and then my mind goes somewhere else. I'm just, I'm, I'm constantly learning. And so I think that was 
a great reminder from all the speakers, but Blake kind of opened up with it and a lot of them kind of piggybacked off of it. But if our businesses are going to reach the fullness of their potential, our communication has to be done with absolute excellence all the way around. Uh, professionalism, he, he, he hit on that where, you know, he started out as a 14-year-old kid and he tried to set himself apart as professionalism. And, and in, in the contracting world, in the hardscaping world, landscaping world, lawn care world, and even beyond that, you know, into the painting world, into all the different um, people that work on on and in houses, you know, a lot of folks are not that professional. And it's not that hard to dress professional, to, to talk professional, to act professional. And, and when you do simple things like that, I mean, this isn't rocket science. This is being a good communicator. This is being professional. It really sets you apart. Um he talked about never low your price, uh, charge enough. And that, that was a theme. You know, that's the theme of this show. It seems like every guest we have, it seems like every one of these conferences I go to, it, it's constantly, that's a discussion, is raising our rates, raising our prices. There's so many people in, and, and because specifically lawn care, Blake, you know, Blake cuts that grass, but, um, it's so easy to get into. It's low risk and, and, and the lawn care side, you know, can be kind of a low reward, but there's rewards, but it's anybody for two, three, four thousand dollars can go out and get a truck and a trailer and a mower and a weed eater and a blower and an edger. I mean, for less than five grand, you're in business where a lot of other business models, you know, it takes, it takes some money to get in the door. It takes money to get a foundation it takes money to get started but in in this industry which is a pro and a con depending on the circumstance anybody can just you know be in business and with that a lot of people their prices are too low and then word gets out what the kind of market is paying and people are too low and you can't sustain a healthy growing profitable business if your prices are too low. And so Blake opened the day by talking about that. I feel like every other speaker um, mentioned pricing and, and we'll get into Keith and in probably part two. He talked about knowing your worth, but it's important that we know our numbers and it's important that we raise our prices. You can listen to our interview, uh, Sean Spencer and I interviewing um, Stanley Genetic. If you haven't listened to that show yet, Stanley you know, walked through multiple different circumstances and situations where we need to raise prices and I don't want to spoil it Marty because I'm gonna I took a pages of notes for Stan's talk but he did talk about how he increased his profit margins ridiculously by actually decreasing revenue but increasing pricing and so we'll we'll cover that in another episode um it was so good so yeah Marty thank you <laughs> Marty said your streak continues I uh, kept my phone on and uh, somebody texted me uh, no it wasn't it wasn't a girl it's, let's see here it's a football text I get these football texts uh, last night my Browns they beat the Steelers but with eight seconds to go in the game a brawl broke out a fight broke out and Miles Garrett you really want me to talk about it you're gonna get me so fired up I'll say this, for those who know what I'm talking about, I'm so mad. I'm a huge Browns fan. If, if This is what happened. The Browns were up by 14. They're going to win no matter what. There's only a few seconds left, and 
Miles Garrett, who had an incredible game. He's our best player on defense. He throws the quarterback down, and the quarterback gets all mad and probably said some bad things, I'm assuming, and he tried to take our player's helmet off, but he wasn't successful. So then our player, Miles Garrett, took his helmet off, and then the Steelers, they started punching our player. They started kicking our player. They started The, the quarterback started charging our player, so now he's pinned into the corner, and he's being punched attacked and kicked three-on-one. Not a good situation. Well, it wasn't a good situation, and he, he lost his cool, and he ended up swinging with because he had the guy's helmet in his hand. He ended up swinging, and he ended up hitting the quarterback with the helmet, uh, and the, the quarterback didn't have his helmet on, so he's facing a big suspension. It's, it's unfortunate because he was in a, you know, he wasn't instigating it. The other guys instigated it and attacked him three-on-one and pinned him in the corner. So that's a very, in life in general, that's a very difficult spot to be in. And he obviously didn't handle it right. Um, he should have, you know, just kind of endured the bullying, if you will, even though he's the biggest, strongest guy on the field, and just move on. But when you take a swing, uh, you know, a punch, if you will, with the helmet, uh, he's going to get a big suspension, and and it just shows you, you know, even in business, to give you a takeaway, Mr. Producer, that the the Browns for fifty nine minutes and fifty two seconds they they dominated the game for the most part, and they did so well. And just in in one little short, less than thirty second episode, it damaged the guy's whole career. His whole career is tainted by that. He'll always have a little check on his career that that he acted like that and certainly this season it's a huge he was our best player he's going to be gone more than likely for the year and all in one bad choice one bad decision and in our business it's the same way we can do so well for three four years and you make one bad decision and it can have such detrimental consequences especially in the age of the internet and how loud that um and, and you know often people can communicate so we need to be on guard and alert and aware 24 7 whether you're a professional football player on national tv with cameras everywhere you would think it's common sense to know that you know there's cameras watching every little move and he still lost his cool and the consequences will be devastating but even in business where there's not people you know there's not 25 camera crews following us around um, while we're working every day, it, it's important that we are on top of our game and that we are, you know, we don't lose our cool. We don't text something we shouldn't or say something we shouldn't. And even in those conflicting moments, it's always good to, you know, proofread the text or proofread the email or calm down before you call that customer back when things aren't uh, going well because you, you don't want to say something uh, that you'll later regret. And Miles Garrett immediately regretted his action. I mean, he was the best player on the field that game. And, and to to tarnish his legacy like that, I, I, I you know, I, I feel bad for him. But there needs to be consequences. I mean, you can't, you can't act like that. All right, Marty, thank you. He says, back to Blake's talk. So Blake says, um, the best customer is a referral. And I would agree with Blake. When I'm working, you know, you guys know, I, I don't talk about it too often and for various reasons, but I do, my customers uh, play or coach for the Atlanta Falcons, the, the NFL football team down here. 
But yeah, they know they know I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. I wear my Browns hat while I'm doing their yard, and uh, they, they they I mean I cheer for the Falcons too. But I'm they know I'm a Browns fan. I'll talk to them about the Browns. Hey man, what you think about my Brown? You know, they, they all get a kick out of it, and they'll text me and stuff like that. What uh, you know, kind of updates with the Browns or whatever. But the way that that all happened was we started doing one of their yards, and then the wife referred me to another uh, player and coach, and then they referred me to another, and then that one referred me to another, and then that one referred me to their neighbor, and it was just this, it was this tapestry of referrals. Now, when you find a good customer that is pleasant, they're kind, they're what I mean by that is that you enjoy working for them. You you get a good, I hate to use the word vibe because that kind of gets on my nerves sometimes, but you get a good vibe when you're, is there a better word to say? Uh, I'm out of the culture, but uh, if good, thank you, Marty. A good feeling. You get a good feeling when you're on their property. There's kind of peace to their life. and their, I'm just talking from my own experience. I don't like working where it's chaotic or whatever. I just I just like these customers that, you know, they're professionals, they're making good money, they want their property looking nice, they're um, considerate, they're respectful, and I'm going to do excellent work. I'm going to make their property look as best as we can. I mean, we're going to put our best foot forward, we're going to do, we're going to work with excellence, we're going to under-promise, over-deliver, we're going to do a good job, but I, I, I have that kind of ideal customer where I enjoy being on their property, they're wealthy, they have money, they're, they're going to spend it on their property looking nice, and I'm going to make a profit and I'm going to enjoy being there. And then when I have customers like that, I love when they refer me to their friends. And uh, so that's that's important. Blake, you know, mentioned that, how important referrals are. And um, they really are. Uh, Blake talked about having a winter fund. He lives in Kansas City. It's a little bit different here in Atlanta, but I think it's a good principle. You know, I got this from Johnny Moe years ago at the beginning of the year or the beginning of the spring. If you don't already have your winter fund savings account, go to the credit union, go to the bank and open up a savings account and call it winter fund. And as the money in the spring is, you know, hopefully flowing in and just, you know, typically everyone's revenue is exploding in the spring. Uh, the demand is there. And if we're pricing and, and, and scheduling our jobs appropriately, we should be making really good money in the spring and in the summer. But to be diligent, to tuck some of that money away for the winter. It just gives us so much options. If, if, if work is slower in the winter, it's nice to be able to have the income that we need to pay our, our household and our family already stored up so that the winter we can, you know, spend more time with family or pursue, you know, other efforts. I know in my world, I, I'm able to really go after a lot more content in the winter. Um, in the spring and summer, I, I, I tend to do more. It's just sometimes we get busy and, these projects, but Blake says, you know, the winter takes twice as long and twice as expensive. So whatever you think, you know, if you want to save money for December, January, February, March, you know, you say oh, it's five thousand a month. That's twenty thousand. Maybe try to save thirty thousand or wh- whatever your goals are for your numbers. I'm just throwing out uh, broad generic numbers, but but make that a goal. And then as as the spring's going on, as the summer's going on, be disciplined. Don't don't just rush to increase lifestyle. That's something I think, man, I've the more successful business people I talk to are not the super flashy, high rolling. Uh they're 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 diligent to save for the future. 
And um, we're going to get back into that book, The Millionaire Next Door. But there's something so important. It's okay to, to, to gradually increase lifestyle. Absolutely. I love you know, nicer things and more dependable, reliable uh, possessions. Absolutely. But when the going gets good in the spring and the summer and the money's flowing, you know, let's be mindful of the winter. Um, uh, uh, there's only, you know, a few pockets of climate. You know, maybe if you're down in, in southern Florida where it's, you know, year round and you're just January and February is not not much of a hit. But for most people, you know, January and February, at least here in Georgia, the grass is dormant. So, you know, we're we're smart to schedule uh, prunings and mulch and pine straw installations in January and February to keep the revenue flowing. But it, I love the idea of a winter fund. And I love that Blake, you know, he he figured out what we've all figured out It. Winter usually lasts a little longer than you think, and it's twice as expensive as you think. And so being faithful uh, to save that money. Um, he mentioned about getting reviews. If you do a good job, you know, just say, hey, you mind leaving us a Google review? Email them the link. Um, I wrote this down as a quote from Blake's uh, keynote. And I'm going to go through every every single person's uh, speech. They, they had 35 minutes on stage, and they all did a great job and gave me a plethora of notes. Uh, B&B Lawn Care said, if you're nice, have integrity, professionalism, passion, and optimism, you will thrive. Let me read that again, Blake. That was really good. He said, if you're nice, have integrity, professionalism, passion, and optimism, you will thrive. And I I think that's so important in business. So I really appreciate Blake's talk. Um, coming up in future episodes, Jason Creole. Look at these notes, Marty. I got one, two, three, three and a half pages of notes from Jason Creole. Caleb Allman dropped it like it's hot. He, uh, <laughs> oh, we had some inside joke with, with, man, I have four pages of notes on five. Look at that. Good Lord. I took the most notes off of, of Caleb there. Five and a half. No, that's six pages of notes off Caleb and then. Keith went in, Joshua Latimer, uh, and Stanley Janek. Look at that. That's a half a notebook of notes I have full fill. So we'll do multiple episodes. I, I want to kind of go in depth into each speech because some of you guys weren't there. And I, I just, I learned so much from these guys. I think Brian's going to put out um, for sale down the road the whole conference where you can go back and watch uh, the speakers. But it was an excellent event. Like I said, them speaking, me taking notes, that's just one little piece of the pie. But the bigger piece of the pie is just being there and getting to talk to everybody out in the hallway, talking to Stan and, and Sean Spencer and, and all these other guys. Um, you know, I met a lot of cool people that were there and then I'm so thankful for this equipment that we can say, Hey, you know, the same conversation we're going to have anyway. Uh, we just throw the headphones on and hit record and then you're able to listen to it while you're out working and, uh, everyone kind of wins. So it was a lot of fun. So thanks again, uh, guys, for these reviews um, in iTunes. I think I got one to read here by Get It Done With Gun, Marty. Let me pull it up there. Um, you want to do it next show? Uh, let's see. I think I might be able to pull it up, though, real quick. Uh, do, 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 do. Here we go. And so in iTunes, when you guys leave a review, it tells the iTunes world that people are tracking with this show and there's a five-star rating. So if you leave however many stars you think this show's worth, it really helps us. Um, this show is exploding. It is growing. And I just want to say thank you to everybody um, who's sharing it on Instagram. When you guys do the at Paul Jamison, the at Green Industry Podcast, that notifies me that you shared it. 
and then I'm able to, you know, repost that, reshare that, and it's just getting the word out about this show. It's literally been 100% organic. We've done zero marketing. We've done zero advertising. We're not opposed to that. It's just we, we set out a goal. We're going to do 100 episodes and reevaluate how everything's going. I'll tell you right now, we're 76 episodes in. We're going to keep going. Uh, I think it was just a mental game for me because, you know, when you start something, I didn't want to... I didn't want to start and do, you know, flake out. I'm like, if I'm going to go for it, I'm going to at least do 100 shows. And now that I'm almost to 100, I'm like, I can't wait to do 100 more. But you guys are the ones that have shared the show. You guys that have are the ones that got this momentum going. You know, Mr. Producer and I, we do our best to make the best content possible. And we're continuing to get, you know, better interviews and better production and all that. But it, the show would not be here without you listening, without you rating, reviewing, um, and sharing that's what um, makes this thing go. So Mike, get it done, gun. Uh, he left this yesterday. He said, inspirational, motivational, love the podcast, in the truck, on the mower, or anywhere I listen. Paul's positivity and inspirational content always leaves me craving for more. Keep up the great work, Paul. And, oh, Mr. Producer, how about that, Marty? You, that's not your first appearance in the reviews. Huh? That's You're uh, starting to get uh, be a uh, fan favorite there in the reviews. And of course, Marty, we appreciate everything uh, you do for the show. And we appreciate our show's sponsors. Uh, guys, make sure you check out Caleb Allman, uh, How to Install Pavers Guide 2.0, and the How to Install Retaining Walls. Um, that link is in today's show's notes. Uh, we want to say thank you to Jobber. Guys, Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Go check them out. You can actually get a free trial or um, save off your first six months with the link that uh, Mr. Producer is going to put there in the show's notes. And um, I'm going to leave you one more time with that little uh, commercial we cut yesterday for Jason Creole. He is a funny, 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 funny individual. I had a great time getting to connect with him. Yeah, he's a funny guy. We were walking into the elevator together, and there was a group of people in the lobby that were saying some funny things. And I'm, I'm trying to keep a straight face. He's trying to keep a straight face. And I, and we got an elevator. We just both started laughing so hard. I started laughing so hard. And he's like, "That's a different kind of crowd up here, huh? I need to get back down to the south." And he's just, uh, he's a, he's a funny guy. So I'll be going to his uh, conference in January and uh, hopefully you can join us as well. And uh, you can get 10% off um, with that link. So thanks guys for listening. Thank you for your ratings. Thank you for your reviews. We're just warming up. I have literally a half a notebook more of notes to go through from entrepreneur Academy live, but I can only talk for so long. I I'm going, uh, we're here doing this show in the morning today. I'll be on the radio in Atlanta filling in on primetime for five hours I don't talk the whole time, but I talk, you know, every segment, I mean, four segments an hour. So I gotta, I gotta pace myself. It's gonna be a long, long weekend. Um, and I'm live on live on the air Sunday. So um, a lot of you guys know I have a radio radio show in Atlanta on Sundays from noon to six. But from time to time, they have me fill in, and uh, they've been having me fill in over forty hours a week the last couple of weeks because. Uh, a lot of people have been on vacation and out of town and everything like that. And uh, I don't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Marty says, come on, man. I, yeah, I guess these radio guys are sound soft. It's like, oh, I got a sore throat today. And then, you know, you got football players out there with all these aches and pains. So I guess I I just need to get some tea. And uh, I've been drinking that uh, organic beef bone broth. You ever try that, Marty? Well, yeah, the first time I had it is like, Ugh, I don't know if I can do this. But then, like, my fingernails, they were like, 
so hard. I was like, what in the world happened to my fingernails? And I realized, I think it's that bone broth I'm eating. Like my nails got so firm and hard and I'm hoping that my, um, my hair will start growing back. I got this bald spot that, uh, yeah, Stan genetic was, I'm interviewing him. He's like, I don't like your haircut. And I was like, Oh man, I'm going bald. No, no, I don't want to go bald. I like my hair. So we'll see. I don't know if it's going to make my hair grow back, but I, at this point I'll try whatever I can try. Cause I, I don't not want to be a, I don't want a bald spot. You know what I mean? My dad's got this, you know, thick, full head of hair. My, my brothers both have great hair. I don't know what in the world happened to me. But, uh, yeah, I'll try to see <laughs> if I can get my, you got good hair, Marty. Yeah. It's, it's like one of those things you never know until something's gone. Cause I used to, you know, I used to always go get a haircut and get it cut as short as I can. And I took it for granted. And now I'm starting to go like, oh man, don't, don't cut it so much off the top this time. Uh, so anyway, you guys are the best, uh, drop those ratings, drop those reviews in iTunes, and we will come back with another episode here talking about Jason Creole's, um, talk. I don't know. That's three, four pages of notes. Probably do Jason Creole and Caleb Allman's talk. And then maybe Joshua Latimer's Keith and, uh, stands will break it all down. And, uh, once again, uh, Brian and Liz Fullerton, a plus excellent job on the event. I had a great time and, um, I'm continuing to try my best to, uh, share my takeaways. Thanks for listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Hey guys, Jason Creole's 2020 Lawn Care Life Conference presented by Jobber is right around the corner. Come and join us for the third Lawn Care Life Conference scheduled for January 23rd through 24th in Springville, Alabama, just north of Birmingham. This year, we have again made changes to continue to improve the event. The goal is to provide great information from the speakers, have a lot of fun, join a community of lawn business owners, and go back home ready to grow your business. I provided a link in today's show's notes where you can go to sign up for this conference and make sure you use the discount code Paul to get 10% off your ticket. Again, that's the discount code Paul to get 10% off your ticket to Jason Creole's Lawn Care Life Conference.